<laughs> ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. So then they go through like a couple months, right? They end up going to a place called Monsterat, which is right near Rhiannon's village. Are you not even going to talk about what she does to Jack? Okay, I'm going to just briefly talk about it. I feel like that was big too. So, you know, we talk about how clever Violet is. Mm -hmm. I love this, actually. So she figures out, you know, they're still having all these pairings for basically on the mat, like, hand-to-hand combat. And it kind of reminds me of, do you remember the divergent scenes when they're, like, training and all the hand-to-hand yep. combat, and it's, like, they're battling on the scoreboard and whatever? That's, yeah. So that's exactly that's what, what I was picturing. Too. And so she figures out she's going to be fighting Jack, who's mm-hmm. really strong and really he's good at He's been wanting stuff. to do this since day one. Right, because he's the one who wanted to push her off the bridge, mm-hmm. and he's, yeah, he's just really just against her. Dick. He's been, like, saying things and doing things the entire time to be mm-hmm. like, I'm going to fucking kill you. But she sees in the cafeteria this moment where he like makes a someone's trying to hold up like an orange to him and he's like take that toxic shit away from me (laughs) and she sees that and is like hmm and so as they finally are fighting and she has because she's so smart she has oranges in her pocket and so he's like literally about ground it up and had like the powder or something probably it was something with oranges something with oranges and so he's literally like about to kill her and she, like, gets the oranges up in his face, and so he, like, lets her go so she doesn't die. But she almost kills him, and she has a lot of heartache over that, too. She's, like, he was literally about to kill her, mm-hmm. and she still was, like, crap, I didn't want them to die. But then the very next chapter from the Book of Brennan, so Brennan's um, diary, in, in, in one of those chapter header quotes, yeah. it says, I know you don't want to hear this, but sometimes you have to know when to take the death blow, Mira. It's why oh. you have to be sure that Violet enters the scribe quadrant. She'll never be able to take a life. And it's like, it's so true, because she has such a hard time even wrapping yeah. around her, the fact that she hurt, hurts him so severely. Yeah, because he almost died, but she almost never dies. wanted to kill him. No. Oh. Yeah, so I thought that was really big, too, though. That's crazy. I, like, I read all the headings, but I didn't real sometimes you don't make the connections until you talk about them after the fact mm-hmm. and I'm like wow that's so true yeah like she still she knew she wasn't gonna take a death blow she was just gonna stun him for a little while mm. which I thought was really or had always been her plan at least yeah oh my gosh I I just love how how smart she is mm-hmm it every time every time she did something it was like wow that was so Clever. Out and clever. She's very clever. Very, very, very cunning. Clever. I loved it. I mm-hmm. loved it so much. Then I also love it because we start to get from here that Zayden is like sort of training her and stuff too. And so yes. he's like pinning her on the mat and I'm like, whoo, getting hot in here. <laughs> I love it so much. And there's one point where Zayden goes, or I'm sorry, Violet goes, dragon relationships are absolutely incomprehensible. And he goes, yeah, you should try a human one sometime. Just as vicious, as vicious, but less fire. Now let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know one thing we haven't talked about yet? Hmm. When 
Violet catches Rihanna. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we guess. Every time, every time. Yep. Oh, when Violet catches Rihanna coming out of a woman's room. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> like, one of their friends. One of their friends. Yeah. And then later she catches her coming out of a man's room. And, like, it's said so nonchalant. Yes. I did actually also notice that. I, I loved, loved the, that. I did really love the casual, like, queer representation there. Oh, I loved And there was so also, much. I swear, and I, maybe I'm might be mixing two bikes together, but I swear I also saw a casual reference to, like, a singular person as they, which I was oh, gathering I, yeah, as, absolutely. like, a non-binary reference. And yeah. I, again, I thought that was really cool. That mm-hmm. It was not, it wasn't even, like, pointed to as a big deal. It was just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this is how, this is the pronoun we use yeah. to refer to the person, or, oh, yeah, she's they bisexual, she's into both. Like, yeah. there's just, it, it's thrown out so casually and I really loved that oh, I loved that representation oh my gosh. I loved it because mm-hmm. they they had gone through a few times where Violet would be like oh what about this person and she's like I'm on to the next mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah they all got pretty active love lives except for Violet who is keeping it in her pants and I'm ready for her to not do oh, that oh my god I'm ready for her not to do that either oh yeah. my gosh but I think it's also interesting this is the first time now we we see Colonel Atos mm. and her mom, and they are both like at the school, and they're kind of trying to at, sneakily ask some questions about Andarna because they're like, well, we don't really know anything about Feather Tales, and Ooh, could yeah. we talk to her? And she's like, absolutely not. She's like, oh, no, I'm not going to tell you. And she yeah. she makes an internal decision. She's not going to tell them about the timepiece because, and it says, mom looks at me with expectation as as though to ask me without actually asking, and you see how much her mom doesn't respect her and just wants something out of her but like she doesn't actually care about her and it was so sad because you were like already seeing this like in the beginning of the book but then it's so sad because like even when violet is trying to prove herself she still can't yeah which okay and so then i totally skipped past another point but Mm. do you remember when they had that next trial where they had to find something that like would be good and useful for battle i'm on that right now yes oh oh my gosh and violet's like i know what we can do yeah and so that's what they steal from my mom yeah that's one of their challenges they have to find basically all of the squads are fighting against each other not fighting but they're all competing against each other to find what they think would be the most useful thing for their enemy and she gets everybody to break into her mom's office and pull <laughs> out a map of all of like where their troops yeah. are and how many troops are there and all these things and stuff and while she's in there she reads some letters of like some other people who yes. are there too and again it's just kind of reinforcing like not trusting her mom or the rest of the, the government, government to be basically. sharing information which i feel Feel uh, that feel like hard. Just we distrust know of the government, yeah. And so there's, yeah, I don't know, just some, you know, drawing some similarities there. Oh, I thought it was really crazy. And then it was like it's especially brought to light because Violet is kind of doing her own like history, kind of. Yeah. And so she's like looking for things that are happening outside of their walls, right? And then she finds out like, wait, these maps and all the other kids too are like. Hey, yeah, these maps have things that we have no idea about. Right, like what we've never heard of. And they're like, we're in battle brief. They're supposed to be being told any of the current events. And 
clearly the leaders are leaving out critical pieces of information. Oh my gosh, I thought that was crazy. Mm -hmm. I was like... But then they really, they show that map in front of everybody. everybody. And they're like, how do you know that's current? And she goes, because we stole it from General Soringale's office. There's no stopping the smile that spreads across my face. Absolute mayhem breaks out. Yep. I think that was a really critical point. And it shows again, we we keep being told how her squad is really doing so much better than all the others. And that's even with the few people who died during presentation Mm -hmm. who got burnt to a crisp because they were assholes. Assholes. Or indecisive. Yeah, but her, yeah, her squad is just killing it. Mm -hmm. And she's not even the weak link. She is really a key part of the squad and her formulating this plan of how to get the map kind of reinforces that she is a natural born leader and she again is so cunning and so smart so Mm -hmm. i loved it so much like i thought that the other squad's ideas i love it when it's like the other squads are actually doing things that are like smart and important too like Mm -hmm. they weren't they weren't bad rocks like I loved it. Like, oh, wow. That, I, like, I remember thinking, that was really cool. That mm-hmm. was really smart. Mm-hmm. But hers, I was like, that was clearly the smartest. Yeah. Everybody else is smart and intelligent, too. She's just the smartest. Mm-hmm. And I well, and ballsy. That. She's fucking ballsy, oh, too. I love it so much. And it's funny because, like, normal people are like, oh, I'm breaking into my mom's office. Yeah, no big deal. But then you think of, like, her relationship she's had with her mom. And right. it's just like, wow. Wow. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So now, after all this, this is when (laughs) we finally, so now we have traveled. Part of their prize of winning is to go out to, like, an actual outpost where real riders are at. Yeah, so think people who have graduated and some actual employees. Think about if you're going to, like, an actual army base or something. And so they go to a real outpost, and who is there but her sister, Mira. Her sister! I loved that because... She was like, she kept thinking, like, how am I going to talk to my sister? How am I going to talk to my sister? And then they can't. And then she finally gets to see her. And that's not mm-hmm. normal. No. You don't normally get to see your family or talk to your family or, no. family or anything. So I, but they were also really close to somebody else's family, too. Mm-hmm. Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> and so Rihanna is going to get a go. And so they're sneaking out. To go and see Rihanna's family because she has this little baby niece or nephew yeah. and she's like, I just want to hold them. Like, I just want to have a moment with family and I don't know. So. Oh, I love it. And then when she's talking to her sister, she's like, I hope you know what you're doing with Zayden. Because yeah. I distinctly remember warning you to steer clear of that traitor's son. Oh. And... I was just like, wow. Because... Yeah, because she... So we, you know, backing up at the school, there's, at this point, a good handful of kids of the rebellion leaders or rebellion adults that had been um, executed. And so at the school, they're, like, a little more used to being around around the people with these markings, with those tattoos. And Mira, since she's a little bit older... She hasn't been around people with these markings, and she doesn't know them at all, and so she immediately has the distrust that Violet had at the very beginning of the book. But, you know, Violet has grown and learned more about these people all through these this these months that she's been training with them, including Zayden, who now mm-hmm. she has this inexplicable bond to, and 
like that she's not gonna be escaping that at any right. point and so she's learning especially since they're like yeah they... yeah and so violet is basically getting over her bias there to to understand that there are people too but mira hasn't gotten over that yet no. and so when zayden she's shows like, up yeah so when zayden shows up and at rihanna's family's up. house because their dragons were like yeah we, <laughs> we got to be together we can't be apart apart for this long Mira is not really having it. It she's was so funny. Kind of a dick. She goes, "Yeah, I wonder how long they can be separated." He goes, "Turns out <laughs> about three days is their max." I loved that so much. I was like, I knew he was gonna show up. Like, mm-hmm. I was just so happy that he was there. Yes, same. Oh my gosh, I just absolutely love that. And then I love because they immediately start doing the mind speaking to okay. each other. Gunner comes. <laughs> Hi, Gunner. I love that sweet puppy love. Hey, sweet puppy love. Hey, sweetie. Okay, good. Yeah, you're gonna lick that. Are you sniffing? You sniffing the microphone? Yup. He's like, you guys haven't paid attention to me in a while. Okay, go that way. Go. Go. But yeah, I was really laughing uh, when he starts speaking to her in her mind. And she is like, uh, excuse me, what? (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I've tried to find where... And then it's like, you never considered that it was you I couldn't stay away from? <gasps> yeah, oh my god! Yeah, I loved that. So that was, <laughs> I got a lot of laughs out of that whole situation, but it was cool because you also see how well they work together from, like, a logical and st- battle strategy perspective. Mm-hmm. Because they, uh... So basically Mira sets up this exercise for them to do... To be like, okay, well, how would you approach this if this situation happened? And Dane is just being a salty-ass bitch. Oh, he's always just so... He's, he's being so salty. He does not want to step up and act like wing leader for this exercise. And so he, they're talking through, like, who should do what and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's super annoying because Dane is being dumb. And Zayden is trying to step back and be like, hey, this is your chance, dude, to yeah. really try. And, yeah. He's just a salty bitch. And it no, work. yeah, he's like, I need to take charge. I need to do this. I need to do that. And they're all just like, no, that's not what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. But then, unfortunately, something real does come up that Mira has to go take care of. And both Dane and Zayden are in agreement that uh, Violet needs to go back to the school and she can't participate in it. And Violet is kind of pissy about it. Oh, yeah. She's like, I don't want to leave you guys. She's like, Taryn and I can do it. And they're like, absolutely not. You're out of here. Which is crazy, too, because they haven't been telling the students what's going on outside of this. And Mira's, like, now involved in, like, what they're not telling the students. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, we want to see, too. We want to know what's going on outside of here. Like, this is going to be our lives, too. But mm-hmm. they're not, like, able to actually participate. And I thought that that was just, like, I thought... That was another kind of turnaround for their government and for what they're being told. Yes. Than what we've actually been seeing. Right. Which brings up good points for what happens later. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Just more and more distrust happening for this. Mm-hmm. this Just the distrust is building. Yeah. But, well, distrust for government, but the trust for Zayden is really building Woo-hoo. because Zayden oh also God. then. So this whole time, Violet's been really struggling with riding. And Taryn, because he's so big and she's kind of weak. And even though she's working really hard and she's, she's so putting on muscle, weak. it's just, it's hard. And mm-hmm. um, Zayden creates this special <gasps> saddle oh, just for her. Saddle. 
which is so sweet. And then it was making me laugh so much when he's uh, like basically showing violence. Um, <laughs> the saddle and he's like, yeah, well, this is how it should work theoretically. And she's like, theoretically, he wasn't amenable to giving me a test flight. <laughs> and then Terry says, you can ride me when the flesh rots off my bones ring later. <laughs> Which, Which is funny, so cause, funny. Because, again, the four of them all have this yeah, mind connection, right? Fine. Yeah, I guess Andarna is in there, too. But um, it feels like more of the four, the it two really bonded does, yeah. or mated dragons, and then they're bonded riders. And so it was just, like, so oh. funny to have that re- that little relationship between Zayden and Taryn. Like, so as much as they have this, you know, same mental connection and oh stuff, it's just clear that, I, I don't know, like, Violet is his rider and his rider only and like that he is for her i loved that so much because again other dragons are not going to be so much they're not going to accommodate Accommodating. as much yes. as Taryn is for her and i just love that because it shows like how much they're really bonded mm-hmm. and he like no i chose you like I know exactly who you are, and I am And I want you. that, yeah. I want you. Mm-hmm. And she's so, she keeps questioning it. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are she you has no self-confidence that? in it. Not in the <sighs> beginning. Gosh. I loved this so, oh my god, I loved it so much. Right. That was absolutely killing me. And so then, finally, as she's getting in the saddle, and they are, uh going through another one of their challenges and mm-hmm. in their challenges they're you know it's it's kind of like a capture the flag sort of oh, yeah. situation and we finally figure out what her special magical ability is this is page 362 yeah, thank you and so we find out that she is a lightning Ugh. wielder and Taryn is so proud I he's so proud yes i was like oh just say two words and give me the, all that Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I loved it so much. So she may not have a lot of control over it, but she's got a lot of raw power. A lot of raw power. But in that lightning building, when she figures this out, she killed Jack. And as much as Jack Woo-hoo! is was a jackass... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, she still feels in the same way that she had felt guilty about the oranges situation. Absolutely. She feels so guilty over this death that she has accidentally yeah. caused in finding out her power. And she's just really struggling to wrap her mind around it. And we get into another one of those, like, Zayden is like, stop coddling her when Dane is trying to say, you don't have to do this. You can just step back. Like, you don't need to be this, you know, a tough person. And Zayden is like, stop coddling her. She is a force to be reckoned with, and you need to recognize that because oh, other I people love... are going to also. And mm. and I just, I really love that. I really love that too because, like, Again, you're still having Dane being freaking stupid, Mm -hmm. and Zayden is still trying to build her up. Like, Mm -hmm. do you not realize how powerful she is? Right. And in a good way. He's like, recognize your power. Exactly. Yeah, you are lethal, but you know what that means? You can protect people. And even Taryn, I appreciate that he is really, like, not coddling, but he's like, hey, I get it. Take time to wrap your mind around it. You did what you needed to do, and you did the right thing, but... There was rest and I will see you tomorrow. I'll he get my own set off. You did what was necessary. And then Andana says, you saved your friend. And she goes, I'm proud you're mine. Aww. Even if I need a bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Because she had to roll in the mud. <laughs> yeah, and I just loved that. Because, like, again, just showing, they really did choose her. Mm-hmm. They chose her 
And she just needs to wrap her mind around that she is strong. Mm-hmm. Do not wallow in guilt, everyone. Whatever you feel is natural, allow yourself to feel it, but then let it go. The wing leader made a valid point. With a signet like that, you are the best hope the kingdom has against the hordes of evil that speak that seek to harm it. Rest, and I will see you tomorrow. I'll get my own saddle off. Mm-hmm. He's like, go rest. Oh, my God. But does she rest? Not really. No. Because who shows up at her door? Uh, Zayden. 374. It's Zayden. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so finally I feel like we get our first sort of satisfying spicy scene. I read so fast I couldn't even highlight. Yep. <laughs> I have no no markers on these pages either. I was just reading. I was just reading just enjoy. so hard. Oh my god. I yeah, and so then I feel like we really have a sense for how obsessed he is with her also, mm-hmm. that it's not just one or the other. And so they're finally getting at it, and the lightning is going crazy. Oh, and, and his shadows and are his going shadows crazy. And his shadows are going crazy. And they're just <gasps> destroying the room, and I, I fucking love that. I absolutely love that, because it's funny. I was literally thinking about, like, all right, so they're going at it in this room. She sees the lightning going off, but, like, could you imagine the people outside being like, Wow, where did this come from? <laughs> Were the people in the rooms life? next to her just hearing the armor breaking against the wall? Like, damn, okay. I know we're a horny bunch, but... <laughs> I know, but who is that? Who's in there? Because nobody else knows she has this power either. So yeah. it's like... <gasps> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And then I love being able to, the like, mind speak while they're fucking. Oh my god, that was so hot. Oh my god. It's like you get the dirty talk without having to, like, stop doing things. Oh Oh my my gosh. Yeah. Stuff like, I'm never gonna get enough of you, am I? You feel so good. Oh, oh yes, Diane. That so very, very good. Beautiful. And oh. then it's so funny when she like realizes that she set the curtains on fire. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> yeah. This whole this spicy scene though, like I, they're not doing anything crazy. No. I just love their relationship. Yes, and the tension, mm. and when it finally comes to be, and I think one of my favorite things is when the guy like is like. You're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. You are so great. You feel so good. Oh, and he's yeah. just like praising her. Oh yeah, it's some great so... praise in there. Yes. Ooh, I love that. I yeah. loved it. Like it just it made it clear that like every time he was stopping himself before was so forced. Right. It wasn't that he didn't want to. No, it, he, he was really just trying did. to respect her. Because it's funny thinking back, she's like, Oh, do you not want me? Mm-hmm. Like, am I imagining all of this? Mm-hmm. It's like, no. No, you weren't. You were not imagining all that. No. (laughs) And then it's sweet because, like, right as they're done having sex, Mm -hmm. then he gets really vulnerable with her, and it's the first time he's, I think, been that open and vulnerable, and this Mm -hmm. is when he finally tells her about that 107 kids, and I don't know, it's just, it's a whole nother... They become more vulnerable rather, rather than just, like, sex. Yes. It's like, they now have more of an emotional connection. They look really bonded. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked that. Yeah. And so, now, he leaves before the morning, but then he leaves oh. violets on her desk, like, live violets on her desk, which I thought was, like, that a really sweet so move. cute. Yeah, so it's like, okay, maybe he left, but he is trying to think of her, and 
I don't know. And so then she's yeah. trying, at this point, now that we know she's a lightning wielder, we're like, all right, now trying to train. Tra- she, yeah. yeah, she's going to try and figure this out. I love it. And she has a professor that she just, like, is designated, basically. And yeah. he just, like, just tries Well, so to Professor train. Carr is yeah. this teacher that does the class for students who are trying to figure out their, mm-hmm. like, magical ability, basically, and, and, and all of magic in general, the, the simple magics, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he's the one who's kind of working with her, but not very successfully. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Mm. I love that she's, like, trying to work on herself, like, now that she, like, has her power, she's not, she knows she's not going to die from it. And so mm-hmm. she's like, I need to be able to, like, learn how to do this. Yeah, she's like, I need to be able to control it. Right. <sighs> but the next part I got to was where she finds her dad's note in the yes. book. Yep, that's where I am too. Ugh. Yeah, and so her it's interesting because the note, while it seems a little cryptic, it is like clear. So this she, she finds the note from her father in the same book that she's been talking about earlier that has all the information about Wyvern and stuff in it and that's, like, supposed to be a folklore book, but it had With always all been... these, like, griffins and magical creatures. It had always been and... really important to her because it was something she got from her father, and she tried to look for another copy of it after she had left it going into the writer's quadrant, but then, like, nobody in the archives had any information about it at all, and she was like, oh, that's really weird. So now we get to the part where Violet basically finds a note from her dad in the book that Mira... Has left for her. Has left for her. Because she was, before she even went, she was like, I really want this book from Dad. And Mira's like, you can't have anything from the outside world. Mm-hmm. And then Well, it's not that she can't have anything. It's a, so it's just like a folklore book. It's just supposed to be kind of like a fun read. And uh, Violet has to carry in anything she has mm-hmm. over that skinny bridge at the beginning. And so Mira looks at Violet's strength and says, don't carry this extra weight. It's not yeah. worth it. And so that's the main reason why she doesn't bring yeah. this because Mira pulls all this stuff out of her pack and says, you're not going to be able to carry that yeah. across. Yeah, like, leave this out, leave this out. Right. And so she's returning it to her now yeah. later. She's like, well, just... You can have it. Yeah, this. you can have it. And so you in this book, this. she finds this letter from her dad. And her dad says, remember that folklore is passed from one generation to the next to teach us about our past. If we lose it, we lose the links to our past. It takes... Only one desperate generation to change history, even erase it. I know you'll make the right choice when the time comes. You have always been the best of both your mother and me. And remember that her dad was in the scribe quadrant. He was. And now her her mom is the general. Mm -hmm. And so I loved that. I highlighted you Mm -hmm. were the best of your mother and me. Because I was like, wow, that is so cool, like... She was a scribe, basically, and now she's in the writer quadrant, and I'm like, she has the wits of both. And I just thought that that makes her, like, extra strong and special. hmm And the fact that her dad left her this, like, super personal note, I felt like was just so important. I knew it was going to have, like, a more significant meaning. meaning. Yeah. It yeah. is a little cryptic at first, but... It was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, okay, so when I read it, I was like, oh, this is a sweet little note. Oh, I was like, I went, marked it in down. orange. I was like, this is foreshadowing. Ooh. See, I okay, I don't ever pick, pick up on that kind of stuff until it happens, and I'm like, wait, this is all foreshadowing. Oh, <laughs> see, that's one thing that I think taking notes has helped is because, or tabbing or mm-hmm. anything, is it makes me take time, like, 
more like consciously think about mm-hmm. what I want to mark. Oh. Because some of those, like, little hints, little Easter yeah. eggs, I'm like, they wouldn't say that unless it meant something, you know? Yeah, part of me is like, since I haven't actually been reading fantasy for that long. Yeah, I haven't read like, fantasy for a little longer. Yeah, I'm like, okay, oh my god, this is nice. That's oh, true. Wait, it showed everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've read enough fantasy books that I kind of know the... The, the pace that yes. a lot of them go at. And where I'm starting to pick up on it. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm highlighting the right things. I'm like, mm-hmm. this could be important. And then I'm like, wait, it was important. <laughs> yeah. I just love it. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of important, though, mm. I thought it was really important. So, after they've gone through this note and everything, and she's with mm-hmm. Satan when she finds it. And so they're kind of talking about it, and they're starting to get all hot and heavy and whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's really been saying, like, they're... You know, they're not going to be serious. They're not going to get anything out of there. Like, it's just sex, basically. Yeah. To him is what he's saying. It's not oh, what he's... I hated that. That I hated that. Yeah. It was he's clearly like, not true. there can't true. be anything here. Right. But I so appreciate that from the very beginning, she's like, here's the thing. You don't get to dictate how I feel. You might give the orders out there, but not in here. Mm-hmm. You don't get to tell me when we can fuck... That we can fuck and I can't fall for you. That's not fair. You can only choose... Only mm-hmm. respect what I choose to do. And so, I, I just really liked that from the beginning, she really stands up for herself, and she's like, you know what, if you aren't going to be willing, if it's not even about you, she's like, if I'm willing to put myself on the line, then we can do this, but I'm not going to just do this if you say that we can't get anything out of it, because I'm not going to hurt myself. that she was like, I know you want me. Yeah. I know you want me, and Confidence. not just in bed. I was like, this comes a long way from Violet from the very beginning. Yes. Where she's like, oh, I'm questioning things. Do I need to be here? Do I want to be here? And now she's like, I know you want me. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, girl, that is so sexy. Uh-huh. <laughs> that yeah, is I was so really confident. Hot. Oh, my gosh. Just to see, like, her confidence come in, like, her own way to, yes. like, Ooh. and then when she's, like, she's, like, mind-speaking to Zayden a couple pages later, and she's, yeah, like, oh she's, like, you know what? Two can play this game. She goes, if you just man up and admit there's something between us, I would strip down to my skin so you could see every single inch of me. He's and once like, I had you begging, I'd drop down to my knees and undo those flight lights you're wearing. And yeah, and Zayden chokes. Oh, my God. That was so... Yep. That was funny oh my god i was like fuck yeah get it girl i loved that so I was like you tempt him you do that oh yeah it was great oh man <sighs> but yeah so they go to they kind of having like this <laughs> cele- i'm like ooh, i don't even remember what happened next <laughs> yeah they had well there was the little celebration that she kind of has to go to with Liam, and then she realizes she doesn't yeah. want to be there because they're basically celebrating all of their parents dying, and, yep. and so she's she like, is. I'm fucking out of here, and yeah. she goes and she's trying to find Zayden because she can guess that he would be really upset with that day in particular, Yeah, and it's the first time that, like, as she's trying to find them, she goes, I'm just his, and Sweet. I know. I th- oh, that was so sweet too. Oh, and then she finds him up on the parapet. And she's again. You want me? And you no, I'm not just me. talking about in bed. You want me? Oh, yeah. gosh. And I love that she just like went to find him because like, mm-hmm. if anything, and just support him. It wasn't yes. even like about sex or anything. It was just she's just there for him yeah. as a friend. And if you think about it, like that celebration was probably like a lot. Like should have been for her and her family, but. It wasn't. She's not celebrating. And I thought that that was really important in itself. Right. Well, because not only is she hurting over her brother, Brennan, but 
who also would have died at a similar time. But she's at this point built this relationship with all of these rebel kids and is like, hey, they're really not bad. Like, they're got the the shit end of the stick here. And, like, this isn't really that fair. She's like, I don't know. All this uneasiness with her feelings with the government, she's like, I don't... I can't do this. I can't be here. She's like, I don't like parties anyways, but I also don't support this. Right. And I absolutely love that. I love that she had the balls to, like, get up and walk away. Because in so many books we see, like, oh, I stayed because I had to. Oh, I have to be here. And she's like, I don't want to be here, so I'm not going to stay. Yeah. I was like, wow. That Mm -hmm. is, that's balls. And then after, (laughs) I loved that after they like you know they do their thing she meets up with her mm-hmm. she sees rihanna yep and rihanna's like i know it Tell yeah because me she's good because she's wearing <laughs> yeah she's wearing um Zayden's, like jacket and it has the three stars on it so she knows yeah. it's from the third year and she's like i fucking knew it I because they got good. called because they're under attack yes and so when she shows up she's in because they think leathers attack. they yeah. think they're under attack Yep. And so when she shows up, she's in Zayden's leathers, and Ryan, Rihanna is like, oh my god. And she's like, how'd you know? Okay, girl, did you really think it was going to be that conspicuous? Like, right, you're not that sneaky. You're not that sneaky. You guys all have your own little emblems and everything, mm-hmm. which I actually thought the emblems were yeah, like, I liked really that. interesting. Yeah, I, I really liked that too. It's almost like a letterman's jacket to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I really liked that. that. But so then they are all get called out of bed, yeah, in the mm-hmm. middle of the night after they've been going at it. And they have to go to this place called Athabine. Because it's supposed to be, supposedly, the war games is, like, why they're going there. And, and Zayden basically says, so since Zayden is wing leader, he's going mm-hmm. to decide who goes where for this war games activity that they're doing. Yep. And he takes Violet away from her squad and says, I need you in this squad. Like, not yeah. just because of the dragon, because I need you here. And Dane is, like, really, really, really fighting against He's it. He's like, I don't know how long we'll be apart. We can't be apart for that long. Well, but then Dane is like, him, Absolutely you and not. him? And he's, like, so... And then it goes, Dane, Dane looks horrified for a second, but quickly masks it. If he's what you choose, dot, 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 he sighs, then I guess I have to, that has to be enough for me, doesn't it? And he goes, I'll yeah. miss you, Violet. Like, shut up, Dane. Yeah, but so it's cl- to me, I read that, and I was like, he knows exactly what she's being sent to do then. And he's accepting her fate. Like, I think that you he knew. Did? I think that he knew that they were getting sent, like, to not the <gasps> to right... die. Yeah, basically. to die, basically. Like, not to really just war games, right? I think <gasps> they were getting sent to the city to hopefully die, and that, that I'll miss you, Violet, I thought that was, like, a... He realizes that he's saying goodbye forever is what he thought he was oh, doing. Oh my god, I did not think that. Holy crap, I thought he was just being a jealous little dick. Mm-mm. Oh my god. I think that he knew. <gasps> Which, I mean, he did. <laughs> well, we don't know that for sure, right? But they talk about it even later when she's talking about it with... Um, oh no, we know for sure. With Zayden that... Right? With Zayden that she he was like, Well what did what did he say? What did he say? And she goes, I'll miss you. And I think that in that moment it was again him recognizing he's like, Oh fuck he knew. Oh see I didn't catch it until he was like, Did he touch you? Oh, and then you went back and you were and there was the touch the face thing that I brought up earlier. Yes, which brings me to the point that I got I like I read that and I got so so pissed yeah. because 
He's like, one, well, did he touch you within the past however many yeah. hours? And he, she's like, well, yeah, like, but he always does that. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to every single time he cupped her oh. face. It was... A lot? It was throughout the entire book. That's oh. how he... New information. That's how he expressed his, like, love for her and his affection. It was... Was it pretty often? It was very often. Which... Damn. Like... So do you think he knew about Zayden and everybody meeting then from that memory? Yes. I think he knew everything. It was... I'm not kidding you. Every interaction, if not every interaction, ninety percent of it, he would wow. cup her face. Oh, I missed See, I you. noticed it on that one only because I felt like it was weird because, because they were distancing weird. themselves. Yes. But I hadn't necessarily caught thing. it all the other times. Mm-hmm. It was every single interaction, and he was he would do it, and then he would back up, and I was like, oh. My God. So I didn't even realize the, I'm going to miss you. I more was just like, you are touching her without asking her. You are getting her memories without asking her. You are doing all of this without permission. And like when she told him you're doing this without permission, he like got all offended because he knew that's what he was doing. Yep. And it pissed me off. And I started going back around everything he's been doing. And it like... Gave me, it made me go from like, uh, oh, I don't like him to, I hate Dane. Yeah. That's when you realize how much of a piece mm-hmm. of shit he is. Yes, because not only is he sending everybody to die, he's, he's like intentionally He's, his, his what's supposedly his best friend, and he's just violating her. He's violating Over her. and over and over mm-hmm. again. He's touching her without permission when she asked him not to. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, I didn't even realize the implications of, like, his power. And mm-hmm. now I see, like, how how awful it can be. Yeah. Wow. I mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have to go back and find those inter- other interactions. I did not specifically, I put together only that one. I did not put together all the other times that he... Yeah. I did not put together all the other times that he touches her face. Uh, yeah, um, it was, like, really often. Wow. And that's why I was so upset, was because I was just like, why? Oh, God, it makes me so angry. It made me so, so And it makes mad. you so mad, too, because it's like, you want to be able to trust your childhood friend, first love, mm-hmm. like, all this stuff, and I don't know. It just, yeah, it's just yeah. really sad. It's like, it's just even the people, people who change. supposedly have been there forever, yeah, mm-hmm. that... It's like a reminder that just because they've been around doesn't mean they're the right ones to be around, you know? And it's, again, kind of we talked about in general, just like growing out of people Mm -hmm. in life. And I don't know. He's like just such a good reminder of like the toxicity that can come from past friendships and relationships and whatever. Well, he's just trying to use their friendship as like, he's clearly working really closely. Yeah, he's just using her and he's just working really closely with the government Mm. and he has no information on what's happening on the outside and so he's just doing everything that he thinks that he's right even Mm. if it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Like Violet this entire time has been standing up for herself and other people because she knows that it's right. Right, she's doing what she can to protect Mm. people, period. Even people People. 
even people who were trying to hurt her right. or people that she doesn't know that much about, like the rebel kids and stuff. Yeah. She is always on the side of just protecting people. People. And so they're at Athabine. Yes. Mm. And then they get a big old surprise mm. that they are not expecting. So they've landed and they're waiting. Well, before they land, before while they're flying, they fly past this like magical guard. Oh, yeah. And so they're outside of the barrier that's, like, That is only, Basquiat, basically. Right. And so this barrier, it, like, within it, only dragon magic yeah. basically can be used. But outside of it, the griffins or anything more. else can also be used. And so, mm-hmm. yes, good point. Like, so there's so much more that can be happening out here. Mm-hmm. Like, the dragons can communicate in a different way. There's other creatures that can communicate. And, like, mm-hmm. people are noticing that, like, other things can happen. Mm-hmm. And so they meet this group. And this girl of Griffin riders of Griffins and or it was just Griffin riders. It wasn't mm-hmm. the Griffins yet. No, the Griffins. They were up were there, they there too? The, I thought they were on their Griffins. Yeah. Oh, I go on page four thirty seven. They're like a pair of Griffin riders stand in the meadow about thirty feet away. Their beasts eerily silent behind them. They're okay, a third okay. of the size of our dragons, but those beaks and claws are capable of shredding skin and scale just the same. Again, just giving like a great description. Like yes. I was like, oh, I can picture that. I Quickly, absolutely yeah. love it. No, it was great. And it was, that was one little bit heartbreaking moment. It kind of reminded me, actually, of the end of um, uh, Serpent in the Wings and Night or whatever, mm-hmm. because that moment of, like, the character that you've built up, and you're like, oh, maybe he's not so bad. Mm-hmm. And then you see these Griffin Riders, and you're like, oh, man. Like, is he really actually starting another rebellion behind, <laughs> like, behind her back? Like, did she actually know all the information? Did he have ulterior motives and so you're like oh, man. oh my gosh I but it hurts to think that Zayden that. yeah and so I mm-hmm. for a moment and I mean obviously you know that hopefully well kind of until around, the and, end I was like well, yeah. oh no Zayden is involved yeah like she and has to be good thinking reason, but yeah. still it's but he is involved yes and like he's been hiding things and he's been like I would, my initial thought was, like, he's been deceiving her. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's been using her just like everybody is saying. Everybody's been saying he should be using her so yes. he can kill her. And... and then it's not even just him. It's also her dragons. <sighs> that was really heartbreaking to me. That because was She has this, you know, soul connection <sighs> to her dragons. All, yeah. And both of the them. other ones and now. Both of them. Yeah, I mean, all three, I guess. And so all three of them knew and none of them said anything mm-hmm. to her, including hers that are supposed to be just her dragons. Just hers, yeah, because and when I they're just, flying uh, away from the Griffins and the Griffin Riders, <clears throat> she's like, "Did you know?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "We do everything that we can to save the people." Yeah, and she she goes, "You and Darna lied to me too. The treachery of it two months oh. too much, and my shoulders dip from the weight of it. You knew what he was doing. We both chose you." And Darna says, "Like that made it better, but I you know. knew." And, oh, man. Dragons are bound by bonds. There's only one other bond more sacred than that of a dragon and its rider. A dragon, a dragon and, its and its mate. mate. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So, so I was like, you literally everybody friends. using her. And she's just oh. proved over and over again to be, like, a good friend and a good everything. And, oh. That was so sad to me. Just like a heart I was drop. really teary. I was really teary I at that point. I was too. And I, I was, was just like, really? Like, everything that she thought... That was bad is now coming true. I right. Was like, and I mean, I was already oh. mad about having a boy be bad. But yes. then when it's her, her dragons her, like, too, oh, that was really, that, uh, that was the part that really got me. So, me too. Me, like with Zayden, I was like, okay, like, if you look closely, you can see it coming. Right. But her dragons, not even for a second. No, that's the part that really made me sad. 
that made me so sad. And again, like, for good reason, right? And so pretty quickly after that, Zayden was like, oh, yeah, I've been giving them weapons for Venon? Yep. Venon? Venon? Not for, yeah, to fight off Venon. Yeah. So the Venon in this magical creature book of mythical things that she's gotten from her dad, Mm -hmm. um, it talks about Venon and griffins and all of these other mythical creatures. Wyvern. So the Venon are basically people who have... They're channeling like, magic chan- directly yes. from the earth instead of channeling it through a dragon. But they have these, I call them wyverns. <laughs> oh, is that wyverns? I have no idea how you say oh, it. Oh, I thought they were called wyvern, but maybe not. I have no idea. <laughs> but then the wyverns. I kind of want to pause and look wyverns. up the right, right pronunciation. Okay, let's do it. All right, you as listeners can bet now. Wyvern do you think it's wyvern or wyvern? <laughs> I only say wyvern because I feel like I've heard that in other uh, have you uh, fantasy things, but a winged two-legged dragon with a barbed tail. Let's pronouns. Let's see, ready? Pronouns. Wow, wine. It is a wyvern. I knew it. Oh my gosh! All right, it is a wyvern. It's so funny because all of thrown of glass, I was like. Wyvern. <laughs> yeah, wyvern. I literally only know right, that because I, I read in so much fantasy. Oh, and, I love it. And, like, somehow ended up on D&D TikTok. <laughs> Wait, what is D&D TikTok? <laughs> like Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know how, how my book talk got crossed paths with that, but apparently I'm on... D&D TikTok now, too, and oh so God, apparently I should so funny. play Dungeons & Dragons. Honestly, low-key, Dungeons & Dragons sounds fucking fun. Um, yeah. Like, I'm gonna be honest. That, That's like, a, a, it would take a lot of uh, background learning, I yes. think. Like, you got... But I... I was mean, very into it. I thought that sounded super fun. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> like, I kind of wanted to read one of the intro books to, like, understand what? how it works, but it's like a... You know, roll playing yeah. the board game almost yes. and you get like all the creativeness of like one person is like yeah. you know leading a storyline and stuff i think it'd be so fucking fun i, and, like, I know that's the nerdiest so stuff but no, i love it i mean we read about dragons all the time right like, i think it'd be so fun i really want to see the dnd this is so unrelated but i really want to see the dnd movie that came out too there's a dnd movie yeah and it, it's got really good ratings i think the people have really liked it oh my god i had no idea yeah I'm in. Let's do it. Let's watch it. Let's play Let's do everything. Let's do it. Oh, also, since these are crystal. Oh, I'll be make... careful. No, no, no. Oh. These make like the, well, like, here. the top. We'll do it in front of this. Yeah. That was a nice like sound. We'll it. save that sound. Okay, anyways. So, <laughs> so we find out that, that the Venon and Wyvern, you so know, Venon are, are real. Yes. Yeah, so Venon they're are the people real. channeling the magic. Mm-hmm. And Wyvern are like they're dragons. Right, but they're dragons, so... They're two-legged, they're... winged creatures. Right, and so basically <laughs> the, like, front two, think, legs, the legs are, like, built into the wings. Mm-hmm. So dragons have, like, four separate legs with wings coming out their back, and the Wyvern... They're like four legs really are just like the wings are built into that. So they still got like big claws and they kind of yeah. rest on them, but they're it's but it's like, like Game of Thrones. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be dragons in Game of Thrones, but they're all wyvern, oh which is irritating, but that's okay. That is so funny because I have never even thought about that yes. until you said it earlier in the podcast and I was like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. Game now of Thrones. Notice it's, a, it. it's a dance of dragons and you know what it they have in there? Wyvern. Wyvern. <laughs> this 
not dragons. <laughs> they are not dragons. <laughs> Makes me so mad. Now I'm gonna notice it. I'm gonna be. You mad are. About you it. are gonna notice it, and you're gonna be mad from that one too. Well, was, now we know the difference too. Yes. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Anyway, so think. Uh, <laughs> dragons, good. Wyvern, bad in this book. Yeah. yeah, I know, which is so sad because I think of wyverns as like they like to smell roses and stuff. So. <laughs> I'm sad. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, so so Zayden is telling Violet that these things are real, and they've been fighting against them on the outskirts, and that that's the whole reason why the rebellion happened. It wasn't that they were really trying to, like, just rebel right. against the government. It's that they told the government, hey, these things are real, and they're hurting people, and we want to help them. And the government was like, yeah. mm, no, we Sorry. only care about ourselves. Yeah. And so that's really what happened, and... So, Violet is having this, like, internal dilemma of, like, I'm mad that I didn't know about this, that you hid so much from me. How could I fall in love with somebody who isn't even going to get tell me everything that's going on? But at the same time, she has this innate want to care for people. And so, yeah, she just, she, it still is like, well, I'm mad, but I'm, you know, I'm in. Like, I'm still going to fight. Right. I'm still going to fight for the people, even though I don't like what Zayden is doing. Right. She's because like, she's going to protect feel, the civilians. And to me, it was probably, like, for Violet, like, the ultimate betrayal. Mm-hmm. She had, like, come to trust him. Yes. Fully. Like, wholeheartedly. Re- yeah. Like, with disregard to everything that anybody has ever said, mm-hmm. now she trusts him fully. And she's like, everyone was right. Right. And I'm and she feels betrayed. like a fool. Yeah. Oh. And also the wide the wyvern and everything totally reminded me of in um the from blood and ash series what are the creatures called do you know what i'm talking about uh, uh no i don't um oh my god what are they called oh wait do you mean the venom yeah, well, the Venon and the Wyvern, oh, yeah. order, but the reminding me of oh my the God. Um, the uh, the descended or the no, there's the another word for them, isn't there? Yeah, there is. The creatures, basically, yes. was the whole point of like the creatures that just mindlessly take over and are hurting people. And I don't know why I just got that vibe from yeah. that of like, oh, well, you, you know didn't really know that this was happening. You don't really know who they are, sort yes. of thing. And I kind of got a little bit of that. From... It makes me think of like the creatures from I Am Legend. That's what I always yes. think of with those things. Yeah. Like, they're, like, humans, kind of, but, yes. like, different. Yep. They've changed. Yep. Oh, gross. So, oh, my God. So, they arrive at the Ugh. garrison, which is, like, the outpost, you know, and they're supposed, that they think they're supposed to be at for war games, but it's completely abandoned. There's no one there, and so they're, like, well, there's no chance this was yeah. for the school event. There's no yeah. chance this was actually for the war games for tra- school. This is an actual trap, and... We are actually going to get hurt here. And so this is really... And that, this is the point where this is page 449 when uh, he says, Zayden turns on me and the look in his eyes is anything but welcoming. What did Dane say to you before we left? He leaned in oh and whispered God. something. I blinked trying to remember. He said something like, I searched my memory. I'll miss you, Violet. His body goes tense. And he said that I was going to get you killed. And so that's why I'm like, I think that's the moment Ugh. they realized that yep. he knew. And this, this was the moment where I realized all He of knew it. everything. He knew everything. Because he had been touching her face for the entire book. Mm. He knew everything. And he only, he only felt bad about it when she called him out. Mm-hmm. And when he was, when he was saying what he was doing and she yes. was aware. And when she, she tried to grab her face and said, Because, yeah. like, 
they had been friends for so long that he was like, I can touch you. It's fine. Mm-hmm. No. Just a reminder, men. You cannot touch a woman <laughs> just because you want to. No. Consent is important. Consent is Which important. Which I also really appreciate about this book that I feel like Zayden is too. very conscious and good can about I do this? The, like is it true okay consent but like in a sexy way yeah consent can be sexy consent can be sexy it's like yes i want you to do this right now mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it, and so then like i think it's at this point all the little pieces start to come together down. right and she's like i could have when she's thinking about what mira said which is i could have sworn i saw a riot of dragons across the border and also mm-hmm. she's like it wasn't dragons it must have been Griffin. wyvern or wyvern yeah looks well, the griffins remember are Oh, they're good. small. Yeah. Well, and they're supposed to be good, right? Yeah. They're they're on their side. They're fighting together with the Griffins. Isn't Even it though... crazy that like people thought that was folklore, right? And they're good, and they're actually just trying to save people. They're just well, no, they the didn't borders. think the Griffins were folklore. They knew they were there because, but they thought the Griffins were fighting them at the borders. Remember when they kept talking about all of the like towns that were getting. And they, they were blaming it on the Griffin Riders. Oh, even though, oh. Like I in the beginning, like in the battle that. brief at the beginning. No, in the Gosh. in the battle brief in the beginning mm-hmm. when they yeah. said that the town had been attacked, they thought it was Griffin Riders doing it, mm. but we are finding out it's maybe actually the Menon and the, yeah. the Wyvern. I know. And then I just thought, so Zayden goes, we've been sent here to die. Mm-hmm. Whew. That, oh. But you gosh. see his leadership right through that because... He's like, I'm not going to abandon these people. And everybody else is like, we, we're with you. Yeah, we're with you. We're here. What we're you say goes. So we're, we are all here mm-hmm. with you. And I just I think that really shows a lot about how she's been adopted into this like, yeah. rebel group. They're like, and are she, you in? And she's like, well, yeah. Yeah. And I just, I really loved that. Oh, I, I really love that, too. Oh, I'm so annoyed at this point. Yeah. Oh, and, uh. then, and then we find out that, again, because they're outside of this magical boundary that it's not just the dragons that can communicate with each other. The dragons can actually communicate with the griffins, too. And so they're able to have this whole, like, communication network as they're fighting this crowd of yes. wyvern and the four venom that are in the city. And so they're trying to, at the same time that they're trying to save these, what, like, 300 civilians, they're also trying to take down all of them, but they can't figure out how to kill them. The dragon fire doesn't seem to hurt them. The lightning does, but she has such bad accuracy. She's having such that a hard time That she can't get them, them in, like, the spot that she needs to to... Yeah. And so it kind of takes, and it's really sad because it's a lot of pages and it takes a little bit too long for her to realize that she needs to take out the venom and that the wyvern will fall as a result. And she's too light figuring it out. And Liam dies partially because she can't figure it out. And his dragon or yeah, his dragon gets like a fatal blow basically from a wyvern that's just pulling it down to the ground. And it was heartbreaking heart hearing him like trying to get to his dragon he like doesn't have the strength to get over there and poor violet doesn't have the strength to drag him over there because he's a big guy mm-hmm. and so he's like looking at his dragon can't even touch her they're they're dying they're both dying because that brings us back to the hi gunner oh hi frankie <laughs> this brings us back to the... <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> we love the doubles mm-hmm. um this brings us back to the point where it's like if a dragon dies, so does this rider. Right. But if a rider dies, its dragon can live, but mm-hmm. it'll be heartbroken basically forever. Mm-hmm. And, oh my god, I'm not kidding you when I say I was sobbing. This was the point. This when especially the- because he tried to tell her, like, so it was page 470, and I had marked this one in orange too, thinking that it was foreshadowing. So he goes, Violet, um, 
Liam shouts over the wind, and I rip my attention from the gruesome battle alongside us as we spiral downward. We have to take out the riders. And she goes, I know we will. And she's, she's just like, so no, distracted trying to help to this. this. Yeah, and because he realized, like, Liam realized that it was the men and the riders that they needed to take out and that that would take down the wyvern, but she's not putting two and two together yet until it's too late. And so after Liam dies, she realizes that's what he was trying to say, and then she feels like it's her fault, and she's just so hurt. But Liam dying, though. Like, oh, oh, this was the point in the book where I was just like, you have gotten to love this character so yes. freaking hard. Yes. That it's just Because like, he is truly her friend. Like, truly her friend. Above Through and beyond. Her. Yep. Even though he's like Zayden's BFF, he was He's truly, truly her friend, truly too. her friend. Because he protects her wants and needs, too. Like, yeah. when she's about to fight Jack, and she says to Liam, she's like, please don't tell Zayden this. She's like, I need to tell you what's gonna, going on, because I know this is going to happen, but... Like, you need to let it happen. And he sides with her. And, I mean, he he goes to tell her after she kind of gives the okay. But, I mean, he really keeps that information to himself. And I think that's when you realize that his loyalty isn't just with Zayden. Like, that he is truly her friend. And And I feel like, like, Rihanna is completely her friend, too. But also, (laughs) I know, it's every time. That's Um, all I can think now. Same. Like, Rihanna is totally her friend, too. But, like, she was the one who, like started confiding in Liam. Mm. And, like, they have a completely different friendship. Yeah, it's just a different type of friendship. It's, like, but, a vulnerable friendship. It's not that Rihanna is wrong or bad yeah. or that any of her other friends are bad. Well, I sometimes have some, like, can it be this easy? Is something oh, gonna I think she's, I don't know. Do you think Rihanna will side with them in the war? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be hard-pressed. Like, I think that she's going to have a hard time flipping sides. <laughs> but I think... That's my hope, I guess. Well, here's okay. here's a bet for book two, I guess. Mm, yes, we'll get we'll get into this. Yeah. So we'll finish this up. But yeah. like, so this was the point where I we had just come back from camping. I'm sitting right where you're sitting, and I'm sobbing, like probably to the point where I wasn't throwing a glass. I was like sobbing, 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 and Johnny walks in and he goes, "Are you crying?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not dealing with that. He's like, I'm not dealing with He's like, you're reading a book. Why are you crying? And I was like, you don't understand. They don't. They really don't understand. I know. But I was crying so hard because of the way it was portrayed. Like, trying to get to the dragon and, like, wanting to die right next to his dragon. Like, Oh, my gosh. And then, like, take care of my little sister. Take care of Sloan. Oh, there's nothing you can do, sober one. Ah! Yeah, that was tough. And then it's like, you have to leave him. But then it's like, even... I don't know, it's, like, all through this battle, we keep getting these, like, hints of affection yes. from Zayden, too. Cause, Absolutely. Like, as they're about to jump back off the ground, because they're, you know, uh, targets on the ground. They're targets, and... yeah. Oh, sorry, that my husband texted me. Um, and she, he goes, you can kill them. He yanks me close and kisses my forehead. There is no me without you. <gasps> oh! Zayden! Yeah. Or as TikTok likes to call him, Zabby Zayden. <laughs> but then, and so then I loved, again, one of the, um, like, chapter headers, right, for chapter 37, and it's from the fables, and so they they talked about the fables, which, of the Baron, mm-hmm. which is that book that she has. From her dad. And had yes. talked about that there were supposed to be three brothers, so basically one 
that bonded with the dragons, one that bonded with the griffins, Mm -hmm. and one that didn't bond with either and tried to pull directly from uh, From from the earth or whatever. And so it goes... But it was the third brother who commanded the who commanded this guy to surrender its great power, greatest power, who finally vanquished his jealous sibling at a great and terrible price. And so that was some big foreshadowing. Yeah, I thought that was some big foreshadowing too about. And well, I'm like, who are the brothers? Right. Well, so Do who's being them? representing the brothers in today's version of the story? You mean? Because well, clearly, Violet yeah. is one. Yes. Right. Yep. And Zayden would be another. I guess, who's the third? Right. I don't know. I don't yeah. think that we're supposed to know yet. Oh. So. See? Some more Easter eggs that show you. Yeah. Oh and so gosh. she gets... So in this fight, she gets, you know, stabbed with a poison, but she survives. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she... My... Oh, my God. With the scene where she's just, like, fighting, even mm-hmm. though she, like, can't really see. Everything's super blurry. And she's mm-hmm. like, I know I've been poisoned, but I... Like, I don't know what to do about it. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing right. I can do. Right. But she keeps fighting, even though it's blurry. And now her accuracy is getting better. Yeah. And she's, she's angry. She's mad. Yeah. She's mad. But, but oh. she does it. She kills him. She basically saves the day and immediately passes out from the poison. And Violet, I hear Zayden scream as I fall. And then we finally <laughs> get a chapter from Zayden's Oh my god. I was reading this chapter and I was like, oh my god, is this Zayden? Oh my god, is this Zayden? It oh says it at the beginning of the chapter. It says underneath chapter 39, Zayden. Wait. Oh, I was at 38. I was right after she passed out. There we go. 39, Zayden. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Because yep. 38 was basically her just like, Being I'm going to die. Out. I'm going to die. I'm yep. going to die. I hear voices. Oh, I hear multiple voices. Do mm-hmm. I know that voice? Wait, I know that voice. Who is this? Mm-hmm. <sighs> but then at the whole paragraph at the bottom of 490, I was dying. She's like, she can't die, and not because there's a chance I won't survive. She can't die because I know I can't live without her, even if I do. Somewhere between the shock of our attraction at the initial, at the top of that turret, to realizing she risked her own life by giving up her boot for someone else on the paparot on the first day, to her throwing those daggers at my head under the oak tree, I wavered. <laughs> I should have realized the danger of getting too close on the first time I put her on her back and showed her how easily she could kill me on the mat. A vulnerability I've allowed no one else. But I brushed it off as the undeniable attraction to uniquely beautiful oh. women. And then he just like keeps pointing out keeps like all these times all that he has appreciated her. And how much he loves her. And it's all about who she is and like how she's interacted with the rest of the world. And, I'll keep and, like, going. Yeah. When I burst into <laughs> When I burst into her room and found Orin's treacherous hand at her throat, the rage made it so easy to kill all six of them without batting an eye. Should have made it so easy, or should have told me I was headed for a cliff. And when she smiled at me after mastering her shield in mere minutes, her face lighting up as the snow fell around as I fucking fell. We hadn't even kissed, and I fell. Yeah. And I never told her. Yeah. Until she was delirious with the poison. <gasps> oh but she wakes my up. God. And that's the thing is, she wakes up. I'm not gonna lie. When she first woke up, I really was like, "This is too good to be true." I was like. There's someone that like else who's controlling her now, or I don't know. I really didn't I was think like something is wrong. They're her. in a different place. Like something is well, wrong. I just thought I don't know why I thought it was gonna be like a possession kind of thing. I kind of did too, but yeah. I don't. I actually don't think it is now. Ooh. But I don't know. Just the way that like right as she's waking up, she's already being like 
make what up to me? She pulls away with an inquisitive smile, and I don't know, she's being... She's being, like, just, like too, a little like, weird. Yeah, she was being weird. She was being weird. But then she kind of starts to remember and then, like, backs off and whatever, and... Okay, I thought it was pretty crazy that, like, when she first woke up, she was like, oh my god, I'm like, I missed you, oh my god. And then she's like, wait, shit, no, I have to hate you. I have yeah. to hate you. You did all of this. Mm. And part of me was like, you're forgiving him pretty easily, but part of me was like, just forgive him. Mm-hmm. You don't know his reasons. He's mm-hmm. got good reasons, as we're seeing it all from his perspective now. Right. And then, like, <gasps> literally the last Alone? paragraph <laughs> that Brennan isn't dead? He's yep. there? And he healed Welcome her? to the revolution, Violet. <gasps> oh my Because then if you go God. back to the very beginning, it says that he was killed in a, like, tearish, or tyrish? Tearish? I think tearish. Skirmish? Because I think of, like, Tyrion. Yeah. So, like, a, the tearish, uh, skirmish or whatever? Mm-hmm. And so, that makes me think then, and when you go back to that from literally the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, and, the first chapter. Yeah, so this is already back on Literally page five, and yeah, it was the Tyrish Rebellion, and it makes me think that he probably was there, learned what really was going on. And was like, fuck this, I'm out. But then it makes you wonder, so this other dragon rider died, quote-unquote, trying to save Brennan, and so what actually happened there then? Because, like, how did that other rider, so Taryn's last rider... Like, what actually happened to him if it like wasn't he's trying to save dead, Brennan? Because Brennan's well, alive. Did well, they actually save Brennan? Well, so maybe he, he, died? Sa- he died in the process of saving Brennan? Or, like, that was a then something that I was like, I don't know how these pieces fit together. Because there's clearly more to that story if Brennan is alive. And that's so why it makes me wonder if Taryn knew that <gasps> Brennan was alive also. Because but Taryn would have been here. keeping secrets. Right? Yeah, that was, like, the biggest cliffhanger to end this book on. Um, I was yeah. dying. I cannot wait biggest, for November. Oh, my God, I can't. Oh, I, oh. Okay. So. Five out of five. Five out of five. No question. Ten out of five. Six out of five. <laughs> all of the fives. All of the fives. <laughs> I, I have never been so captivated in a book. Well, probably since Akatar, honestly. Yeah. Because, uh, well, okay. I liked that. I, I, don't get me wrong. I loved Akatar. Mm-hmm. But this was, like, a more perfect fit for me because it was almost even a yes. little bit more plot-driven than, yes. um, like, just character development or... Mm-hmm. Like, that was a lot more romantic yes, I don't know. and less, like, fan- And this fantasy was more fantasy with a hint of romance, yeah. you know? Or that's what it felt I, like to me. I think me. that's what I loved about it, too, is because mm-hmm. it was so I really plot-driven. Like, I love plot-driven. I yep. do, too. I really do, too. And I think Akatar was, like, what really got me into fantasy. Like, a couple mm-hmm. years ago, you are like, you have to read this. Yeah, and that's I true. Did. You started reading again because, because of I pushed this book. I pushed <laughs> so Akatar into your hands. And I was like, you're going to read this. You don't you have, have a choice. You have to read it. You have to read all of it. Remember, and it took like, you, like, a month to read Akatar. Just, like, And the then it took you, like, one. two weeks to read, you know, Mist and Fury. Yes. Yeah, maybe the same for Wings And then it just... Sped up after that. Now, all of a sudden, here you are with me. I'm like, you gotta read this. You have to read this. I promise you, you're gonna love it. Because I think you were waiting to start it, because you're like, is it really gonna be as good as I Yeah, I was a little scared I wasn't gonna live up to the hype. I mean, it has been hyped up so... And I don't even... It's so funny, too, because I feel like all the reviews I've seen haven't even said anything about the actual book, just that it's that good. It's that good. I know, because everybody's like, I don't want to spoil it. 
Well, and I really, so I wasn't sure. I was like, that's a lot of hype to live up to, but and it I genuinely was like, did for me. And I have, you have to read it. I was definitely nervous to start it. I, I know, because I kept being like, have you started it? You're like, no. I'm like, you have to start it. And then you'd be like, I'd be like, have you started it? No. You have to start it. You're going to love it. I promise. It was only it's like a week so that I good. put it off. I know, but I and think I you... asked you every day. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So besides this mm. book, what else have you been reading lately? Okay, so I just finished the third Shatter Me. Nice. So I just finished Ignite And I'm behind. Me. I'm I'm in the middle of the second one. Yeah. And so I'm like, I am like waiting so we can For like, me to catch something. I'm like, I love it because I'm like, I've just had I've had a lot of time on my hands. And so yeah. I'm like, I've been able to read a lot. Nice. So I'm like, I yeah. I've just had a lot of time on my hands, okay? So, yes. Perks of being done with school. Perks of being done with school. So those are are the ones you're in the middle of right now, right? Pretty much. I'm just about to start the Hades and Persephone. Mm, A Touch touch of Darkness. darkness. Yes. And I'm also in the middle of... I can't see. A Shadow in the Ember? Yep, A Shadow in the Ember. It's not... It's like within... Not grabbing you as much? Yeah, it's within, like, the Blood and Ash series. It's the prequel kinda, series. It's the prequel series. With, with Sarah. Nictos. Sarah and Nyctos. Nyctos. Woo-hoo! 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 <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I like it. I, it, there, uh, there's just something with the Blood and Ash series that takes me forever to read. It's, it's not, a, like... It's a different writing style, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it I... keep me 100% captivated. Well, I felt really disappointed, actually, with that, because I read was her most recent a light in the flame i yep, think is what it's like called the, the second the... was the, the second uh from the a shadow in the ember mm-hmm. series the second from the prequel series and it has really good ratings on goodreads but you didn't I, well i just gave it three stars i felt like and i really enjoyed the series when i started it but it just felt like it was dragging on so mm-hmm. much and there was a certain point of there were so many spicy scenes that felt like a little bit insignificant or like repetitive Mm -hmm. and so there's a certain level where I'm like okay I don't feel like I don't know and it's not that I necessarily disliked it it just felt longer than it needed to be for me and so that sometimes that's how I feel about like the spicy spicy books is where it's just like sometimes yeah yeah it's just like the sex scenes are a little overdone what I'm really liking about the tension right now oh the tension Mm. but also like and they do have the scenes, he's, like, extremely dominant, and then he's, like, let me wrap your leg around me. Let yeah. me just, like, pretend they're not here. Just kidding, we didn't need to do that, but that was fun. Right, think? yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, oh, my God. Yep. Or, like, tell me you're beautiful. I'm, like, oh. Yeah, like, I Nick does, I like him even better than I like Cass, for sure. Yeah. Oh, good. So, what are some predictions we have for fourth wing? Um, what do you what do you think is gonna happen? Well, clearly I think that she's gonna join up with the rebellion here yep. that is going on and I think Do you think it's gonna take her a while or do you do you think she's gonna automatically just do it? Um, I think she's going to like learn more information from Brennan and yeah. stuff and that she's gonna be there and then she's gonna have to return to the college mm-hmm. and she's gonna go back for graduation. Because remember graduation was supposed to be in like five days or ten days or something. It was, like, very close to graduation. So I think she's going to learn all this information and then have to come back to graduation and pretend mm-hmm. like 
she doesn't know. And then I think she's going to all of a sudden start to see all of these other hints of, like, the deception that her mom and other people have been doing. So I think before Mm. she's fully in the rebellion, I think she's going to have to come back and basically face these people. And pretend. And pretend. (gasps) And then I think that... um, I forgot that was all happening. Yeah, and so I think that's going to happen, and then she's going to maybe get stationed with... No, because she's supposed to be back at school the next year. I don't know. From there, I'm not sure, but I think... If it ends up in an all-out war. But I think there's definitely going to be a certain level of her trying to figure out how to tell the general public what's going on because I think she's going to try and skirt around the politics of like clearly you guys aren't giving all the information to all these students and that she's basically going to try and get all of the wings that are part of this uh all of the the riders like basically to help and I think that that's going to like over the next couple books I think that's what's going to happen is that she's going to have to convince them that this threat is bigger than just the, like, griffins versus dragons or any or the yeah. rebels or whatever. Part so. of me thinks that she's just going to stay out there. You think so? That now that she knows and now that... And she's just going to stay and not knows. come back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part of me thinks she's just not going to come back because how how can she? Right. Be, like, now that yeah. she knows everything, how can they go back? Yeah. Do you think Mira knows? No. You think she thinks Brennan is dead? Yes. I think so because... I think Brennan, or I mean, I think that her mom doesn't feel sure that Brennan is dead. I think, think that it's she thinks. Yeah, I think that she thinks there's a potential threat there that she's hiding, and that that's part of why oh. she doesn't talk about him. Because, I mean, if he's not dead, that also means they never retrieved a body or anything, right? Yeah, and that's so what I was thinking. I feel like she probably told everybody, yes, hundred percent, he's dead. But, but I bet in the back sure. of her mind, There's she's, so like, much. unsure. Yeah, but I truly think dead? Mira doesn't know. I think her dad is dead. Because her dad was, like, a heart thing or something, right? I don't... Like, after... I thought they said after Brennan left, it was, like, within a couple years after Brennan, quote-unquote, died, that um, her father died and because he started having, like, heart issues or something. And so I think that he's actually dead. He's actually but dead. I think that he knew that Brennan was alive. Really? And I bet that she's going to find more clues from her father. I think so, too. I think she's going to find more clues because the fact that he left a note. And I bet it's going to be, like, in other books or somewhere yeah. in the archive, uh-huh. and it's going to be, like, almost scavenger hunt style. she's going to have to go, like, find it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. And I loved the note that he was like, mm-hmm. things can be lost in a generation because people just decide to delete it. And so but I think it's that... true. Right. And so I think that he has hidden some of that information that was supposed to be deleted with the generation and that she's going to be able to find it based on, like, information... Because she's so clever, right? And so I think there's going to be some, you know, riddles, basically. And I also... So do you think that Zayden and Violet are fated mates? Or do you think that only their dragons are? Oh, no. Or do you think there are no fated mates in this? They haven't talked about fated Um, mates at all. They haven't talked about fated mates, but I think without saying that, like the words I absolutely absolutely because I'm like they were unable to stay away from each other from the very beginning Mm -hmm. before they even knew that Taryn was going to bond with Violet and I'm like they obviously had this initial attraction and he had said at one point like I knew from the very first moment I saw you and I was like oh that has to be like that has to be a like even if it's not yeah. a mate thing, like it is yes. a dragon, it still has to be something. Yeah. Oh, I know. I love it. Gosh, I love it 
it so much. I love him. Oh, Zayden, I... Okay. Everybody always talks about Reese, but I think yeah. my favorite is Cassian. Yeah. Clearly. I think more mature women like Cassian more than they like Reese. <laughs> I know. Especially because I'm dating somebody more like Cassian. Um, but I'm like, I really like the fact, because Reese was very protective. But Cassian was like, you do your girlfriend, I'm just going to sit back here and watch. Mm-hmm. And Zayden was the same mm-hmm. way. We're just like, do like this, like improve, or I'm sorry, improve this a little bit. Like do this, do this, that. You're great. Love you. Got it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ooh, I like that. Like mm-hmm. he wants his confidence in her is yes. so much higher. And mm-hmm. I loved that so much that I was like, Zayden yeah. for sure. Yep. Yep. Ugh. Big fan. Big fan. Big big fan. I'm just I'm. I was so captivated by the story, even if it's not like the best writing style ever. I was like, I I liked the writing. Book. I don't know. Apparently, a lot of people have an issue with it. I I've had an issue with it. other other writing styles more. I don't yeah. know. I've i liked it. I freaking loved it. I, I mean, I'm not saying, and I, I think it'll be interesting for you to experience. This is my biased opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Sanderson book oh, yeah. because I feel like when I think of good this? writing. Mm-hmm. That is, I think of that. And once you read, like, Mistborn or something, you're going to know what I'm talking about. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, that is, like, it is totally on a different level of maturity. Yeah, (laughs) but in writing. But but that's not to say that I can't enjoy it. Like, I think it's better writing than Zodiac Academy, which I also thought really enjoyed. I thought that was really entertaining. But, um... No, I definitely thought it was better writing style than that. Or just for me. It was was a writing style that I enjoyed more. Right. And I right. like first and person. Only, so. I've only been right. I've only been reading for like a year, what, three years. No, it was COVID. God damn! I know, but I don't think I got. I don't think I like actually downloaded Goodreads. No, it had until, to be later than that, didn't it? Because I didn't even maybe read, it was twenty twenty one. Yeah, I was gonna I say because I didn't so even read Throne a Glass until right before I got married in twenty twenty one. Okay. So, yeah, so it was 2021. That yeah. was when I started reading Akatar. Mm-hmm. Because that's sounds when right. you realize that oh, all of Sarah J. Maas is great. <laughs> which, yeah, we need to think about the new book comes out in January. Mm. <laughs> I'm sick that day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have to take this day off. I need to read a book. <laughs> Might feel that way about the release of the second fourth wing, too. Um, yeah, absolutely. I cannot wait for this book. Like, I... I've read a lot in the past couple of years, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this book has captivated me more than a lot of other books. And, like, Throne of Glass was a huge series, and so I was, like, incredibly invested in it. And so when the last book came, I was like, boom, 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 I'm getting it done. I'm mm-hmm. reading the entire thing in, like, five days. But, like, this well, one, I was like, mm-hmm. I am so invested in it. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that the like follow through in the next books I don't know, have the same, yeah. you know, cuz mm-hmm. that's as much as I love Throne of Glass and I love Sarah J Maas in general and stuff and I'm I'm not at all trying to hate on I gave them all, you know, almost every one of those books oh, yeah. five stars and stuff, but um compared to some other and Throne of Glass was an earlier series for her, you got to remember. Absolutely. But com- compared to some other authors the way the way that she ties up the plot mm-hmm. isn't necessarily, like, quite... 
I don't know, as tight. I feel like, yeah. or like it's almost too clean. I don't really know how to describe it. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's almost too clean. Okay. Yeah, it's not. Um, for me, necessarily, like always, the best way to top a plot. But she has such a strength in making you feel for the characters. Yeah, like she is really good at the relational side Absolutely. of it too. And so that's. I'm just hoping that Rebecca can follow through mm-hmm. on the falling books to have like the plot. And the relationships continue to grow in the way that I feel with this first book. Because there's not that often in a series where I think the first book is so strong, besides maybe from Blood and Rash. Right. But this was a really strong first book, so I'm really hoping that it I am follows through. I, am, I really am, too. I'm so excited to see like how it actually follows through and everything. Because I'm like, oh, I, I can't wait to find out. I yeah. can't wait to find out. And I don't remember feeling that way from Blood and Ash. I don't remember being like, I have to know what happens. But I really, really liked the second book. Yeah, I feel like the cliffhangers that she does aren't quite as bad as some other books. They're like a little neater ending for a book, which is yeah. honestly kind of nice. Yeah. And because I mean, I'm still interested in reading the next ones, oh, but it is kind of nice to yeah. not leave off on a huge cliffhanger. Yeah. Where this one is like, oh my god, I need to know what happens. Right, oh yeah, yeah. I like cannot wait for to see the conversation between. And how crazy is it, like, to have this much of a following? Did you know she's like 20? And did you know she has five books teed up for this series? This is She's already signed on for five mm-hmm. books? Oh, heck yeah. I know, I'm so freaking excited. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's 20. I, that's what I'm saying. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of like young authors that I feel like really made a break for it. Um, oh my god, she's freaking killing it. White Lark. Uh, I haven't read that one yet. Alex was Aster. Is that what her name? Yeah, or something? I think so. I haven't. She was another like came out of nowhere, blew up super young, and I know that then after it started to actually come out, people people hate on it a little bit. Like the the early readers were obsessed. And then once it actually came out, or like as it was starting to come out, people were trying to be like, "Oh, it's overhyped." I don't know. I read it and you I gave it five it? stars. I liked it. I'm I did. Excited. I like. And I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not. You know, a little bit of the same. Yeah. You know, YA fantasy plot. You know, it's got a similar structure and whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I really liked it. I was intrigued. I'm ready for book two. Oh like, heck yeah! I'll have to read that. One. Yeah, it was. It was a good one. But I'm right now. I'm reading. Yes. So I have apparently very oh much in mood reader lately. Ask you? No, but I'm that's okay. So sorry. What are you currently reading? I'm so sorry. You're good. I've got a couple books that I see. What are you reading right reading now? Right bro? now. So I'm like a little over halfway through the Frugal Wizard's Handbook for Surviving oh Medieval England. Oh my god! I saw you were reading that, and I was like, Oh my god! I am a Brandon Sanderson fan yes. for sure, and I know that it's not. I think his most popular book. But I freaking love it. I think it's hilarious. Oh my god, I love that. So, and the illustrations are amazing. I got his, <laughs> uh, like, Year of Sanderson package or whatever. But I've only got the books. I didn't get yeah. the other boxes. But it's, I've loved it. So I've been reading that one. I'm also on um, the second book of the Darkness and Fire series. Oh, so that one's that of, one? of Truth and Traitors. So the first one is called Of Darkness and Fire. And um, it's another, like... Fantasy romance, mm-hmm. that's basically all I'll leave it at. It's another fantasy romance. It's a little bit more adult, I think, than some of the others. Yeah. Um, but I really liked the first one, and I think the first one's ratings were, like, yeah, medium. I th- uh, I'm looking at Goodreads right mm-hmm. now, and it's 3.5 stars. I gave it four. I thought it was Ooh, pretty good. Okay. And then Of Truth and Traitors, which is the second one, has 4.7 
or two seven stars, Dang. but it's only 147 ratings, so I think it must be, like, like not that popular of a book. Um, they're on, uh, on Kindle Unlimited. Ooh. The second one just came out, or it came out June 27th, 2022, okay, but it still so only has the 147 ratings, and oh my the gosh. third one came out May 18th, 2022, and it only has 26 ratings, but it's 4.58 stars, what and so... Heck? Yeah, so kind of a smaller book. Is it even, more of like a? Is he more of like a niche writer? Or like oh, this is why? different. This is separate. So this is not Brandon Sanderson. Oh, this is, I okay, okay. Who no, so this? the Brandon Sanderson one was the Frugal uh, yes. Wizard's Guide. And then the other one. This is one different. is the second book of of Darkness and Fire, and even the first book only has three hundred and seventy two ratings. Dang. So I think it must be like a pretty small writer. I liked it a lot, though. I mean, I liked it enough to go yeah. into the second one right away, and um, it's a really good. I feel like it's 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 cool that it starts off so it's a strong strong female character obviously yeah, I love who that. starts off really strong and confident from the beginning. Ooh, like she knows okay. she's a badass from the beginning, which I, I kind of liked I that like difference. That too. Because you know sometimes I feel usually, like their characters have to grow into themselves. Yeah, usually they start out as like a little bit weaker. Yeah, and so I issues. so I really appreciated that I feel like our main character really starts off kind of okay. like, oh, yeah, like, I'm the shit, and I know it. And she's got her little plaything boy toy that Dang. she's had forever, and she's like, oh, yeah, I just do what I want. <laughs> and <laughs> Don't we love this? Yeah, and so, I mean, I won't ruin anything, you yeah. know, but obviously there's, like, a certain level of she might learn information that she didn't know about the kingdom before. You know, she's like a princess, going to be queen sort of thing, and she is being ready to step into her role and she's learning some more information about like the kingdom or the king and how things yeah. have gone that wasn't how she was expecting. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought the first book was a really solid four stars and I was excited to go into the next one. So yeah, I'm reading the second one now, oh, exciting. but yeah, not a super popular book yet. So I oh, that I recommend, I don't know. I love it. So what books are you looking at reading soon other than what we have? queuing for the podcast um i also am about 10 percent into this is totally on a different level but the art of gathering um oh that's like a non-fiction yeah yeah and so it's called the art of gathering how we meet and why it matters oh yeah totally no, different heard of that yeah totally different but i yeah so i have that one um there's also a sci-fi book called spin that okay. i really want to read um that one is like um there's supposed it's kind of like a time time uh, okay. is different in different places sort of book uh, and so there's a, like a balance of the technical like what is it actually doing to it and the like society how is society being impacted by this okay. and so that looks cool too so that's like a real like deeper sci-fi interesting I don't yeah. think I've ever read like a deep sci-fi like that mm. but then again i mean i just got into fantasy like right a well, i feel like once you start then. reading sci-fi then fantasy comes pretty close after too but yeah. yeah so i've got that on my want to read i'm pretty sure that the second book of a broken blade comes out pretty soon so that's a shadow crown it's the halfling saga oh the halfling i think i i think i remember you at least talking a about broken it. blade yeah so that oh must have just come out so it came out May 9th, 2023. Oh, so I haven't read it yet, but it, yeah, it must have just come out. Um, a Broken Blade was another like kind of popular book talk okay. book, and I think I maybe gave that five stars. Okay. 
It was maybe, I think it was like a four and a half rounded up to five sort of thing. I have so many books on my TBR right now. I'm like, I'm about yeah. to read A Touch of Darkness. Well, I gave it four stars. Oh, I'm about to read A Touch of Darkness. Yep. I have the Grishaverse. Oh, did you get those? Yeah. I have. So is it Shadow and Bone or uh, the other one? The... I have the first one of um, Shadow and Bone and then I have the Six of Crows. Yes. And I need to get, I think I have like three books to like get the full set. Yep. And so I'm like, I want to start it, but I want to read A Touch of Darkness first. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, I know there's a couple books in t- Touch of Darkness, but I'm like... Four, I think. And maybe the fifth one being either has just been released fairly yeah. recently or is going to be released recently. I've read only the first A Touch of Darkness. I bought the uh, bookish box special mm-hmm. editions of A Touch of Darkness. And so I read the first one, physical copy, and then I waited until I was going to get my special editions. And I haven't gone back to read them yet. So if you're reading those now, I would read. Yeah. The, you would read them with me. Yeah. Those, okay. Like second, and third, and fourth. Hmm. Yeah. You can add. Oh. Yeah. You can add them to schedule. Cool. Pencil me in. Hell yeah. I love it. I liked it. I. Let's see. Like three and a, yeah. I was gonna say let's gonna rate it. I think I maybe gave it four stars. I think. I remember not being like absolutely blown away with it but yeah. i liked it it was four stars four stars okay, okay it's very much more spice less plot okay oh yes oh yes so and it's a lot more one of those kind of which is like fun sometimes bit. sometimes like broken bones oh my god i freaking love i blew through that series yeah i loved the broken bonds oh my god yeah that's great i loved the broken bonds the zodiac Draven daddies <laughs> oh I freaking Okay, so rate Buck Boyfriends. We've got, what? Fuck, Mary Kill of... Oh, God, oh, God. Let's say Knox and Zayden and Cassian. Oh, my God. Oh, my (laughs) God. Oh, my God. That was horrible. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. That was horrible. Who's it gonna be? Okay. Knox Dravent from the Broken oh Bonds. Oh my god. Or Cassian from uh, Court of Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. Or Zayden from our current book here, Fourth Wing. Oh my god. Okay, I think. Oh my god. I don't know. I'm having such a hard time right now. I'm. Okay, I cannot even believe I'm gonna do this, but. I read them so fast that I have to say, Knox, I'm going to kill. <gasps> I know, I know, I know, I know, no! I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh. Um, Wrong answer. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And then I think, oh, God, I think I might still marry Cassian <gasps> and fuck Satan. Wow, we are so opposite. Really? Oh, my God, I think I would, say? I think I would marry, oh, I think I would marry Knox and fuck Cassian. Oh my god, and then kill Zayden? I mean, I love Zayden, but I fucking love just, Knox. Yeah, oh my god. And I just feel like Cassian would be a great lay. Oh, thanks. I have to get that for the rest of you. Yeah. Grab that board. <laughs> Ooh. But to me, he was always just like so... He just he also wanted to talk to Nesta, but so did Zayden. And so I'm like, oh, oh. All right, let me give you a new one. Well, I should say if I was Ollie, like, you know. There we then, go. Yeah. Yes. Like, if I was the main character. Yeah. I'm going by me, who I am. 
who I would do. Yeah. Okay, so okay. I'm going to give you some new ones. All right, okay. so Zayden, of course, mm-hmm. of course. Reese. Okay. Nearly has shit. <laughs> Wait, okay. Look. Trying to think of another, another yes. series that we've both read recently. Hmm. Oh, no, I can't even give you that one yet. <laughs> shit. This is All one right. from Shatterby. Okay, give you all right. Not Adam. All right, no. Fuck, I'll, I'll, I'll kill Warner. Adam. I'm gonna say Warner. Well, I think I'd kill Warner right now too. I don't think I'm far enough yet to appreciate him. All right, all right, all right. All right. Save that for another episode. All right. Save that for another episode. We've got Zayden, we've got Reese, and we've got Cassian. Hmm. I was kill like, that's Reese. interesting. You'd kill Reese in Fuck a Cassie party? again, and I would marry Zayden. You yeah. Marry... Okay, I had the hardest time choosing between Zayden and Cassian, though, because... I just, I don't know, I think, I just think Cassian would be great late. That's, like, yeah. this is why I've got, got, fuck on the mind on that one, I guess. And you would lay Zayden forever? Yeah. Oh, okay. I like that. I, I don't know, I mean, the wings, wing is cool, it. but, like, the shadows, I'm down for the shadows, I don't know. All right, I'm down for all right, that. Probably on. why I like Knox too. <laughs> All right, we got Zayden, Cassian, and Azrael. <laughs> Let's that was a little harder. A <laughs> that was a little harder. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I still might have to go for kill Azrael, fuck Cassian, and. Mary Zayden only because as much as I love Az, mm-hmm. I don't know enough about him yet. That. I know. He's a little bit of a mystery still, and mm-hmm. he's, I, get that. I don't know that I go for quite that quiet of a type. Mm-hmm. Look at who I married. Just, I know, which <laughs> is like so the opposite. funny. Which is so funny. Who, oh what book God. boyfriend would you compare your current boyfriend to? Oh, Cassie, 100%. What Gianni book? Is Cassian. Who would you compare my husband to? I don't even know. I don't know who I think he's like. Um. Somebody cocky. Oh my god! No, I don't. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to play this game. <laughs> so let's. let's Shelby out. and Jenna out. Shelby and Jenna out. <laughs> That's what I got today. <laughs> Shelby and Jenna out. Thank you so much for listening to us about Fourth Wing. We Hope have... you enjoyed our wine drunk <laughs> ramblings of our we favorite books. absolute blast talking about this book. Frankie says goodbye to you as she licks the microphone. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep it spicy, book lovers! <laughs> <laughs>